I'm just going to come out and say it because I've watched a little bit of the gameplay that's been posted now. We were totally wrong. I did want to just little asterisk here. We had every right to be nervous or clown or dunk on this game because Need for Speed has been just kind of going through it for a while. Uh, I thought Need for Speed Heat was pretty good, but, you know, when they first showed off the trailer for this game, the fact that they did it a month ago and then just sort of released the game quietly, there's been almost no promotion for this game. They released the world premiere gameplay trailer a month ago, and the game officially, like, has its wide release on Friday. So... We, you know, we were a little bit nervous, but I'm going to be honest, based on what I saw, this looks pretty promising. And uh, Anthony, you're a, a pretty diehard, at least you used to be, Need for Speed fan. Um, what are you thinking, man? I mean, I think we might have jumped the gun a little bit on uh, roasting this game. Um, For one, I am not happy with how the fan base tried to attack me on my videos about this game because... I've said time and time again to various, you know, my videos or other videos, um, if you're a fan of something, you have to be willing to admit when they do something wrong, right? Gotham Knights, for example, or Saints Row. So I was trying to get the point out that all the gameplay that we saw, you could barely see anything. It's yeah. visual diarrhea. There's a lot of transitions, a lot of crazy animations. You couldn't even see what was going on. Everyone's saying, oh, the game looks good, and the game this, the game that. You had no idea how the game was going to look. You had no idea how it was going to run. There was no evidence to show that it was going to be good. And it's by EA, so come on. And I've been a fan of Need for Speed for many, many years, uh, from back in like the underground days, even before that, Hot Pursuit 2 and all the other classic old games. But for me, the main uh, bread and butter was underground most wanted and it was around the time the fast and furious movies were a thing and i'm a huge fan of those movies as well so we had our rights our rights to be skeptical and it looks like from the first um reactions of players the first um impressions the game looks pretty decent uh even better even and i was surprised yeah. to see that they're actually put civilians in the street kind of like midnight club la which is something i've been looking for for a long time granted a game from like 12 years ago yeah. yeah and i think midnight club does have more npcs in the game that runs around but it's a it's a big step for need for speed i do not like the anime character designs to go with the more realistic car and city designs but whatever um i i'm i'm, I'm a bit interested in the game i'm interested a bit yeah, I'm not going to lie. Um, I, I feel like we should, because somebody brought this up, because um, people in YouTube comment sections get very angry very quickly. Uh, we are aware that EA does not make the Need for Speed games. They are the publisher. They finance everything. Criterion makes the games. Criterion, if you give them time and resources, they make really good games. It's just that EA typically doesn't like to give their uh, devs time or resources is part of why fallen order was a really good game but graphically just didn't look that good um ea the more that they're involved usually the worse the game is and the less that they're involved the better the game turns out and honestly based on everything we're seeing because we haven't gotten to you know sit down and play the game it looks like they just let criterion 
like put their heads down and work on the game. Um, it's it's always weird to me because Need for Speed is such a popular IP within the the EA umbrella of like companies that they own um, that they just didn't promote it that much, especially because it's a holiday release. You'd think if anything, like this very much almost feels like a game that would get released in like March, just like a kind of a random time to release a game with not much hype. And I mean, based on everything we've seen it looks good i didn't even know it was next gen exclusive i had no idea yeah, i had no idea either i thought it was going to be last and current yeah like one of the things that i noticed right away and like there could obviously be things gameplay wise and just foundationally that aren't great we don't know how the progression system works i've seen that there's 140 cars at least that's what's been posted so far that number sounds kind of low to me, if I'm being honest, for a game that only has cars in it. Um, but I did want to comment on the draw distance in the game, because from the gameplay that I was watching, um, it was running pretty flawlessly. Like, it looked like a easy 60 FPS, no screen tearing, no stuttering. Uh, there was no pop-in whatsoever. I'm not aware of what city this game is based in at uh, this time but it looks fantastic like the map to me looks really cool really immersive there's like this really cool train line going around the city um so i don't know if it's chicago i'm i'm not 100% sure but it looks really cool and I, I think for a lot of us who've like played need for speed throughout the years all we wanted was for need for speed to be cool again like it, that used to be the go-to racing game. Like, the go-to arcade street racer was always Need for Speed. And for whatever reason, over the years, they've gotten, like, weirdly away from what the series used to be. Uh, and it feels like they're finally getting back to it. I do agree with you, though. As I was watching this gameplay, I was like, wow, all everything looks good. The cars look great. The city looks great why are the characters made like cartoons? Like I get that some people are going to be like totally fine with it and it, you know, whatever, if, if you're into it, great. I'm happy for you. To me, it feels like the only thing that's like ruining my visual enjoyment of this game. And it's not like, like we don't like anime either. Like we, you know, we like, oh, yeah, anime. like for sure. it just, it just doesn't clash. Right. It, it, it looks it looks like a skin that I wish I could like turn off, like a filter I wish I could turn off on the characters. And right. I, I think what makes it like crazy or like hit a little bit harder is that the the actual realistic graphics for the game, in my opinion, look fantastic. Like they look like they could be right up there with Forza. Um, they look like they could be right up there with Gran Turismo, which for an arcade racer which like typically those games just don't look as good because you're trying to render like entire cities and buildings and civilians and all that. Pretty impressive. Like this game, I don't know how long it was under development. I don't know what the budget was, but clearly they didn't spend any money on marketing. So it seems like all that money went into the actual gameplay development. And based on what I've seen so far, I am um, happy to admit it seems like we were wrong. We wanted to be wrong. We want to. We want to like Need for Speed games. We don't want the games to be trash. We're not these kinds right. of fans that like, like you see this like Pokemon fans seemingly just enjoy that the games like not thinking the games are good. I will never understand that. Don't you want 
the thing that you like to like be good. And so if Need for Speed comes out and people enjoy this game and it's like, you know, critically received well and the fans are enjoying it, that's the best case scenario. Like that's 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 what we all want, isn't it? Especially because, you know, I've been playing a lot of Forza in the past few years and I just recently got into Gran Turismo. There is no car customization in those games that rival what we see in Need for Speed. Like, yeah, you can customize a few things. Gran Turismo, in my opinion, has a bit more realistic customization than Forza in terms of, you know, you have to maintain your car and do some uh, maintenance and all that stuff. But I want good old... You know, street racing, spoilers, uh, side skirts, bumpers, um, hoods, decals, nitrous, all that. And, you know, we've had some Need for Speed games that did try to bring it back, but not as flawless. Um, And I just think that this game, from their, their history, you had a right to be afraid. And I think everyone who was trying to defend the game without real evidence just needs to chill. Um, because I was just looking at some gameplay right now. There's a bit more cars in the world, like traffic, and I've always wanted a bit more cars. The world's always felt empty to me, and it seems like this world might be a bit more alive. And if anyone is trying to say, "Oh, Need for Speed has always been great," uh, no, Undercover, <laughs> Pro Street, Carbon, um, what was that one? Payback. Um, yeah, 2015, 2015 was okay. Uh, I actually liked Rivals. That was one of my favorite ones. Oh yeah, um, Rivals was pretty good. I actually like that one. I feel um, like Need for Speed has such a like divided fan base of like the worst Need for Speed game will have a certain contingent of people who are like, oh my god, this is like such an underrated classic. Right. And uh, I I mean like I liked Need for Speed Heat a lot. It was just very clear that it was being held back by the systems that it was being developed on. Yeah. It had no civilians. It had traffic, but like. Not that much. Um, I will say graphically, the game was gorgeous. Like uh, for a PS4 game, which I mean, you know, PS4 and Xbox, like a lot of those games look good. Um, but Need for Speed Heat specifically, I thought looked really, really good. Um, the only thing that I think makes me nervous, uh, although I did go from like definitely passing on this game to probably trying to pick it up whenever it goes on sale, which I would assume is going to be very soon, because even though the game looks good, I think we've got a little bit of a Guardians of the Galaxy situation here mm-hmm. where it's just like the game was marketed so poorly that like you can't come back from that. You just you just can't like you're going to have to put it on sale in order to get people like to actually want to try to pick it up. Um, but the thing that makes me nervous is that we've seen this happen before with Need for Speed, which like for whatever reason is like very unfocused it's like every time they take a step in the right direction the next game they make is a step backwards Mm -hmm. and it like after need for speed heat it felt like they set a really good foundation and then when they showed off this game briefly like you said there were like these quick camera cuts everything was at night like it felt it just felt like they were hiding shit like right it felt like they didn't want to show too much of the game off the only thing that makes me nervous is like, are they going to screw this up? Because now it feels like, okay, maybe we have two good need for speed games in a row. And maybe this franchise is finally like getting the time uh, development time that it needs. 
Um, it's getting the financing that it needs to like be good again. I just hope that they can keep this going. If this game is as good as fans and people who've like played it early are saying it is, or that it's at least that it's fun. It doesn't need to be like, you know, this like amazing groundbreaking game it just has to be fun. That's the whole point of video games. Right. But like, because it's need for speed and they have such a, like, I don't know, very flaky track record. I'm a little nervous that like, if this doesn't sell well, EA is going to be like, all right, scrap it, like start over with another style of need for speed game. But hopefully that's not the case. And you know, what's interesting is I know, like, I'm wondering if this is what, what helped the game to be a potential better experience. Some past need for speed games, they went for live action cutscenes, <clears throat> And I don't know how much that cost to make those live action cutscenes, And so, if that costs a lot of money, that could be, hey, we decided on this anime style. For one, you know, the style we wanted to go with, whatever. But it allowed us to use more money and resources for the actual gameplay and not the stupid cringy cutscenes. Because I did enjoy the live action cutscenes from back in like Most Wanted. But like in 2015, it was just very cringy and just the dialogue. And um, the only thing cool about those cutscenes was they're drinking cans of Monster. Um, other than that... <laughs> Uh, so I'm hoping that's the case here where it's like, hey, we decided to use our money and not do those cutscenes, and we just put it towards the gameplay, the performance. When they did the last trailer of maybe a week ago or something with the full gameplay of that one race, I was going to make a video about it and my internet was down so I didn't get to make the video. But it was my mindset of like, my opinion was, okay, we finally got gameplay. And I did see a tiny bit of pop in, but very very minimal it was like one thing that popped in and that was pre-release gameplay so mm -hmm. i'm happy to see that it's it's running um there was some things i've heard from youtubers about how multiplayer doesn't have cops in it i don't know if that's like gonna happen later but i don't care about that like i'm gonna deal with the cops in single player i want to cruise with my crew in multiplayer maybe there's supposed to be something with cops in the future who knows but yeah. It seems like there's enough here. They did say multiplayer might be very competitive when more people get the game and can do more customizations and uh, progression and all that. Um, I did see the map early on from their website. The map is huge. I do respect that. You know, uh, you're driving at what 100 and something miles per hour most of the time. Right. Like you want to get a decent sized map, and the map looks very diverse. I've seen a lot of different areas in the in this in the map. You know, industrial areas, business areas. Um, you know, some wildlife type, you know, country type of areas. So I, you know, I, I I'm gonna you know I wanted to admit, hey, I was wrong on my initial thoughts, as other people were, but we had a reason to be wary and. I hope that Criterion can continue to make more games. Back when they released Burnout Paradise, they had to add a few things to make the game better. Because back when it released, you couldn't even restart a race that you lost. You had to just exit it and go to a new race. Uh, but they eventually added that feature in. And then they did the um, Hot Pursuit uh, reboot, which was awesome. I think they also did uh, Rivals. Um, So I hope that the next one that they do is going to continue the trend of making it good because you got to compete with the new forza and whatever new Gran Turismo comes out next um 
I don't know what other arcade racers exist anymore. I think Need for Speed is like the only one left, right? There's other than Mario Kart and Sonic Racing and whatever, but yeah. Um, and asphalt. But, you know, I will say though, on that note, like, because I was thinking about this too with like Forza and Gran Turismo, obviously are um, console exclusives, uh, not including PC. But to me personally, it feels like there is an opening for an arcade racer that was that always belonged to Need for Speed, like Need for Speed and Midnight Club back in the day when Midnight Club was doing its thing, but like. Those two franchises owned the street racing arcade genre. And that those are the games that I grew up like really loving was arcade racing. I'm not a big sim racer. I don't actually know how to drive. I don't have any interest in like these the sim style. And so I've always been more of an arcade guy. And I think there's a a, a fan base of people that have been starving for like an old school feeling arcade racer where you're just going fast as fuck like dodging cops winning races stacking up money trying to become the best racer in the city whatever like all these games have the same story but like right like i've just i've missed that and like when i was watching this gameplay i felt heavy midnight club vibes like heavy old school need for speed vibes and if that's where criterion is is reaching back and taking their inspiration from and actually listening to the fans imagine that listening to the people that are going to buy the game that's a really good sign because too often ea has the loudest voice in the room and it feels like whenever they shut the fuck up we actually get good games that they just distribute and then collect the money like right. they don't need to have an opinion on a lot of this shit they can just shut up and let the devs actually do the work and it just feels like there's a real chance for Need for Speed to, like, make a comeback. Um, the thing that worries me a little bit as well, though, is that this is a really beaten down fan base at this point that's just, like, grown very distrustful of Need for Speed games being either, like, lazy or having a lot of cut features or just not feeling, like, fully focused or developed or, like, they just didn't have enough money behind the project and I, I i hope that they're still able to get those people back because um, i think if you show anyone this gameplay it's really hard to not be excited by it to not think that it looks good whatever you, your opinion on like the special effects side of things like that's going to be divisive that's just right. how video games work there's always something in a game that, that divides people but on the surface level this game looks really promising and i think uh, this is an exciting uh, an exciting additional step forward because i thought need for speed heat was a step forward this feels like another step forward and that happens very rarely with the need for speed games right so this is exciting especially because i i when i first played uh need for speed heat i didn't like it at first because i was so used to the racing sims of forza and i recently went back to heat about a month ago and i i didn't Put a lot of time into it, but I put a decent amount of time from when I went back to it, and I was like, "Wow, I was kind of missing out." But I had to relearn how to play an arcade racer because I mm. couldn't drift back in Need for Speed 2015. I was drifting left and right, and then in, in uh, Heat, I couldn't drift like at all, and so I had to relearn that. And one thing I like about these arcade games like Need for Speed and maybe even Burnout is when I'm playing Forza, 
you earn more currency for upgrading your difficulty to a harder difficulty mm. and by using manual transmission with the clutch. So I'm always locked in, completely focused with my clutch and my shifting that I don't want to play Forza or Gran Turismo for hours because I get tired. Mm-hmm. Um, back when Forza Motorsport 7, I did the endurance race, which was 100 laps takes about an hour to complete i failed it twice so you imagine the total time around three hours to beat that race with shifting up and down and all that after that race i was done i was like, i can't play anymore for a while and so i want to be able with these arcade racers you have that moment to like you're not as focused you're not always struggling to shift with the clutch and get your shifting right and all that making the turns right because you are getting more of an unrealistic uh driving experience but that's what you want from the arcade racers. Um, I did hear from somebody this game is a bit of a mix between arcade and simulation. Mm-hmm. I don't know in what aspects of the simulation, but I think it is very more arcadey. Um, and of course, with the anime effects, yes, you can disable them. EA did, you know, sent uh, made it made that public in, on Twitter. Um, and it's funny because all these fans who might be newer fans, they don't remember EA like we used to remember. Back in the day, EA was one of the GOATs, you know? They had yeah. good Madden games. They had James Bond games. I'm not a James Bond fan. Those games were awesome. Yeah. Uh, good Need for Speed games. They used to have Medal of Honor, um, Bro. EA Sports. and <laughs> MVP Baseball 2005 is literally on the top 100 video games of all time list. Like... EA, like yeah, like you said, they used to be goaded, dude. Yep. (laughs) We would have to do a fucking deep dive to even understand where it all went wrong. But yeah, it it, um and to their credit, which I don't like to give EA credit ever, really. (laughs) But we've seen a few times, honestly, it feels like since Star Wars Battlefront 2, although Battlefield games, that's its own disaster. Um, but in in certain ips that they own they've taken a step back yeah and they haven't interfered as much as they used to and in those instances it seems like we're getting better quality games with devs that have less micromanaging and over the shoulder and just this big giant uh terrible corporation uh overlords telling them everything that they need to do and i think if you're a need for speed fan it seems like you might actually uh, finally be rewarded for sticking with the franchise for this long now we do have to talk about um that collector's edition because <laughs> my god that it would be one of the that if there's something major to complain about this game it's that collector's edition <laughs> what was it like car ski stickers and a ski bro. mask yeah this... and you know i had this idea of <laughs> Here's what I was hoping for, and I now I have to do a different video when I do buy the game or get the game. The original idea was I was gonna film like a fake race between me and my brother, mm. and I was gonna I have my car has a feature called overdrive where I press the button and it'll allow my car to go into a higher gear, which is meant for uphills and trying to pass by a car. I was gonna fake it as like it was nitrous and all that, and then if the game was terrible, I was gonna start the review by like me park, you know, stopping the car, getting out with a ski mask on, <laughs> and then saying like, "Yo, this game sucks" or whatever, and then get into the review and, and a that- name tag oh. because for some reason the person is wearing a ski mask and a, a name tag. Oh, I gotta get the name tag. I, I actually missed that. I'm gonna, so now what I'm gonna do is, if I do pick up the game, which I honestly might grab the game, um. 
if whether I do it on my own or wait for the holidays, um, I'm gonna have to go on Amazon and get a ski mask, and I saw one for like seven dollars. So yeah. yeah, I'm gonna have to but do it's it. Not the, but okay, okay, but it's not the official Need for Speed ski mask. It's it's not, and you're that's gonna just, get pulled over. Obviously, the cops are gonna know the yeah. difference. You're gonna pull pull me over for being a poser. Yeah, excuse me, sir. Step out of the car. That's not the real ski mask. You're a fake ass fan. And they say you're not drinking the green monster like they do in the games. You're drinking the good flavors. You're gonna drink the green one. Which side note, the green monster is disgusting. I hate it. Like the the purple one is good, but dude, they're never gonna sponsor us now. There goes they're... our there goes our monetization. That's right. We'll get Red Bull. That's okay. Yeah. I will say though, and and this is not to be mean. Because I, I legitimately think the game looks good, and I do actually want to pick it up and play it because I like miss arcade racers. This game will be on sale in two weeks. You can, <laughs> you can come back to this podcast episode. It's not going to sell well. It's not, unfortunately. It, it's just not going to sell well. It wasn't marketed well. Nobody even knew that the early access started today, except the six people that pre-ordered the game. <laughs> it's going to be on sale in two weeks. I think that's not a bad thing because Guardians of the Galaxy was one of the best games of the year last year and nobody bought that game you know what like, i just realized it might be on game pass at some point because it is with ea and ea is part of yeah, game pass i would so, i would say like by february all right so i'll save the money i'll wait, <laughs> I'll wait yeah. it, uh, like well because like we saw this happen and this is just really quickly but like we've seen this happen now with uh two recent games gotham knights and sonic frontiers mm-hmm. which didn't sell well and then they tried to hide that by putting it on sale for black friday acting like they were doing you a favor and it was like well no we all know this is because the games just didn't sell well otherwise right. god of war didn't go on sale i was just gonna say that <laughs> yeah like, god of war did not go on sale for black friday i was just about to say that <laughs> right like sonic frontiers was half price on black friday that game came out one day before god of war this has nothing to do with how long the game is out this is that they just didn't sell enough pre-orders yeah. they didn't sell enough actual copies of the game when it came out and they tried to hide behind some sort of, you know, uh, nationwide discount Friday. And they were like, oh, yeah, no, it's half price now. I think the same thing's going to happen in Need for Speed because it's EA. They can afford to eat these losses. They'll see where the game is in two weeks. And if it's not selling well, they'll be like, all right, we got two weeks till Christmas. Slash the price, 40 bucks, 30 bucks, whatever. Move some units, and you know, hopefully, we do better. Plus, don't make the money back from FIFA and Madden anyway, from all the microtransactions. Literally, FIFA twenty three is currently the best selling game of the world right now, so they're gonna be fine. Like, they don't need Need for Speed games to sell well. But I think what's unfortunate is that this game actually does look good. It looks like it deserves to sell well, and it's gonna be the racing version of Guardians of the Galaxy, where it's like a good game at its core. Yeah, but the marketing was so bad that then it turns into like a word of mouth of like, oh, have you played it? No, not really, because I thought it was going to suck and it's hard to get those people to come back. Kind of like uh, the Wii U. Wii U had terrible marketing and a lot of people say the Wii U was great. And, you know, it's funny, we, we had one in my family and we almost never used it. I don't even know who bought it and why they had it, but we just never used it. And yeah. to me, it was the just Wii. another Wii. The Wii U is the only reason the Switch even exists. They yeah, pioneered the whole idea for the Switch. Come that's on. That's true. Put some respect on the Wii U's name. All right. That's everything we got for you guys. We wanted to apologize for being uh, stupid, casual fanboys uh, <laughs> or whatever mean things you'd like to say about us in the comments. Thank you, everybody, who uh, listened to this emergency apology episode. We've made a severe uh, lapse in judgment by uh, disrespecting the Need for Speed franchise. But we're, we want to play it. We want to play it. Hopefully, when it goes on sale in a few days. 
Uh, we'll be able to pick it up at a discount. Hopefully, the next game has DJ Khaled and not ASAP Rocky. DJ Khaled, another one. Yep, another, another one. one. Oh, you don't want your race? How about another one? <laughs> another one. It's <laughs> right there, EA. Yeah, Come you on. bought a part for your car? Another one. <laughs> another one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to catch you. We out. Three <laughs> out. Peace. I never ran to the no, man. I still go. Go.